You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's what up, what up, Real Coach JB, coming to you this fine Wednesday, August 19th, 2020, another pandemic, pandemic, fucked up pandemic uh, day, but anyway, um, you you know people on the internet, you know they can be anything they want to be. They can be a hero, a fucking coward, a liar, a fraud, because they know they can't get socked in the mouth. It's fucking crazy. You know, I let make no mistake about it. I get all kind of haters, DMs, emails, whatever. Right? I get way more love emails and DMs than hate. Just so we're clear. And so kudos to all you fans, and I appreciate you guys, man. Um, uh, men, women, kids, I get it all, man. Cats that booked me on cameo, man. Shout out to all you guys, man. It's you guys that matter. I'm just keeping it real, but you know, you can be, uh, you know, most of these cats on the internet, they're this big fat fuck that's sitting on the couch eating donuts, just critiques everybody. And critiques everything that's going on about anything and everything. And they don't do anything for anyone. And those are the people that I get to hate from. And they have like 10 followers and they're trying to get famous. You know, it's unbelievable how low self-esteem that these people must have. And what small dick syndrome they must have. And that's what it is. I had a show called Small Dick Syndrome. I'm telling you, that's a real thing because they used to get beat up. They used to have their lunch money taken. They used to have their girl snatched up by guys like me. Not that I was a bully. I never was a bully. I used to beat bullies' asses. But those are the people that hate athletes, hate coaches, hate sports because they were the guy that got beat up. It was me, actually, the guy. I was actually the athlete, jock, whatever you want to call us, that were helping guys like that in class. We liked the guys because we needed them. And I was never that guy. I was never that asshole bully that I knew a lot of guys growing up were. I never was that guy. Never. Always liked pets. Always treated everyone the same. I was a chameleon. I was cool with black, brown, Asian, green, yellow. I don't give a fuck. You name it. Everybody respected me because I was cool with everybody. And I respected everybody. Respect earns respect given. But... Judging me off of what I did on 16 hours out of 3,000 hours makes you the biggest ball juggler like there is. I'm going to do a Manscaped video and post it today. Wait till you see this shit. You guys will shit. But because my show is brought to you by Manscaped and it'll be funny. But, you know, these people know there's no repercussion. They can do anything they want behind the computer and on the phone, and there's no repercussion. And like I said, I get a lot more love than hate, but at the same time, there are these people that have no nothing. They have no idea what you do, who you do it for. They don't do anything for anybody, and 
they judge you and hate on you. It's unbelievable what they do, what they say. It's comical. Really, it is. So I think I'm going to put Lysol as my new sponsor. I'm going to get Lysol to buy in, make a slapdick Lysol, because I need to put that on my app, on my fucking social media, because all these dudes need to gargle with my slapdick Lysol. That's how much they have my nuts in their mouth. I, I just don't get it. I, I can't. I can't even fathom me jocking another grown person, man, especially, and just commenting on everything he does and saying what what I did is wrong. I mean, it's unbelievable, man. It is so fucking comical to me. But that's why, man, you can be anything you want on the Internet. But I don't know. Quote of the day, man. Let's get into it. Lots to talk about today on the show. Quote of the day, those who say it cannot be done should not bother those who are doing it, period. That's a great fucking quote. Those who say it cannot be done should not bother those who are doing it. Man, you hear it every day. This can't be done. The bubble can't work. Man, kudos to Adam Silver. Uh, I want to tip my hat to Adam Silver, man. He had a fucking plan. He executed that plan. Leaders, that's what they do. They create more leaders, not more followers. Leaders have a plan. They execute the plan. They get people, subordinates, and staff members and assistants to buy into the plan and work the plan on a daily basis with all the players and the staff and the trainers and the media and the fucking cameramen and everything that you get to see on the TV, um, you know, the, the virtual crowd. They've done a great job. You know, I've been one to say, you know, the bubble could burst at any time because of the enabled fucking prima donnas, not because of the plan. So I've been a supporter of the plan. He had a plan. He's the best commissioner in professional sports, in my opinion, period. Um, he had a plan. It's been executed flawlessly. I think he uh, deserves like fucking man of the year. He's created a saliva dip based testing for COVID that the government is now using. The NBA is ahead of everyone else. I'm just telling you. So maybe because they're na- they're a worldwide entity. You know, they're in China. They're in fucking Europe. They're in all these places. They don't care about whose dick's bigger. They're about the people, and they want to see their product strive. Uh, you know, they want to see their product uh, take off and, and excel, and that's what they've done. And uh, kudos to Adam Silver. And, uh, you know, I thought it was going to be the J.R. Smiths or the fucked up, you know, you know, fucking Lou Williams, chicken wings, it's a titty bar. Those type of things is what I was worried about bursting the bubble. It wasn't the bubble and the plan. And uh, kudos to Adam Silver, man. I, I wanted to give that shout out to him. But, you know, I don't know, man. You know, there's a, there's a, there's leaders that do those things that have that it factor. And that's what he's done. And, and uh, you know, the bubble could have been burst. It could have bursted, um, could have popped, but it didn't. And uh, I, I, I want to just say that, you know, I think he's done a hell of a fucking job. No COVID positives, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, but, you know, you could, you could, you could be this guy that on the Internet talking shit and, and, and know there's no repercussion. And, you know, people could have said, those are the guys that say it cannot be done. Well, Adam Silver showed you it could be done. So stop fucking with the people that are doing it 
by saying it cannot be done. If you're going to say it can't be done, leave us the fuck alone that are actually doing it. So anyway, um, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Like I said, I'm going to drop a video later on. It'll be fucking pretty funny. It's just a real quick video. Um, and uh, ladies, gentlemen, go get some Manscaped for your men. Men, you get it for your woman. Women, go buy some for your man. Because it's not, it's 2020. We're not in the 70s porn industry. We don't need no big old hairy fucking bush. 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of our control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your fucking bush. Men, shave your fucking hairy nuts. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experiences. Men, it's 2020, man. Fucking ask your woman if she likes that shit. Ladies, I know you're tired of having fucking whiskers in your mouth. So go fucking get your man some fucking Manscaped. In fact, listeners to this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with my code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shaving that fucking front trunk will be the beginning. Take your grooming game to the next level. Manscaped.com, promo code SLAPDICK. So getting into the show, man. I'm a Laker diehard LA fan, okay? Lakers, Dodgers, Rams, all right? Kings. I grew up uh, not an Angels, not a Raiders, not a fucking Mighty Ducks. I'm a tr- not a Clippers. True LA fan. True LA, inner city LA, nitty gritty, drug through the mud LA is a Dodger, is a Laker. You never hear no fucking real people talking about the Clippers and you know, my main, my main man, Marcellus Wiley, he's a Clipper fan because he grew up in San Diego early on. His dad was in the armed forces, and he was a moving around, and Clippers were in San Diego. And so kudos to him for sticking to his guns and liking the Clippers for all this time going through this horrible, you know, success rate. With I've never won, never even been to a Western Conference final. So I feel for Marcellus, especially, you know, keep buying my slapdick whiskey, Marcellus, and, you know, um, maybe I'll become a Clipper fan with you, but all seriousness, I'm a Kobe guy. I've always been a Kobe guy. He's the younger. He's probably the only person younger than me that's passed that I look to as a hero because of just, that's just how I looked at Kobe. I thought that motherfucker was different. I thought he was, uh, and he'll always be that way to me. He's the single best basketball player to ever walk on the earth that played in the NBA anyway. And, he had the single. He had the assassin killer instinct that Kendrick Perkins says that the New Orleans Pelicans have. Like you can't say killer, and in, in today society, and use it and use Levar Paul as a fucking example. You can't say killer Kendrick Perkins, and use these people. LeBron James is not a killer. AD is not a killer. LeBron James has no rings without Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and Kyrie Irving. Let's be clear about it, all right? And you can say Kobe don't have him with Shaq. Well, Kobe actually did win one without Shaq. So, uh, I mean, two, actually. Two without Shaq. But I'm just saying, LeBron, without, you know, he, he I, I, I'm not hating on LeBron. I think LeBron is a great human. 
I think he's done great things for Akron, the kids. He's never been in trouble. He fucking is an upstanding cat. He seems like he's cool to be around. I mean, Danny Green tells me great things. You know, he's a great human. There's no mistake about it. I think he might be the most freakish, talented athlete to ever play basketball. He's in the same category as as Shaquille O'Neal to me. Meaning this. Shaquille O'Neal had no skill set. He was the single most ball-dominant big man or, or player probably ever. He had no jump shot. Did you ever see Shaq, Shaq shoot a fucking mid-range jumper? He had no left hand. He couldn't shoot free throws. But he was the most dominant human being we've ever seen put on a basketball uniform. Physically, right? He wasn't just a big stiff. He was a big freakish athlete that can run, jump, dribble. He was a freak. He was a f- way ahead. LeBron is the same way. LeBron could have played tight end and wide receiver probably in the league maybe. I don't know how well he moves laterally. Um, obviously, bow-legged. Obviously, he's a, he's a built for basketball. He chose the right sport. But I don't know how he would get off a release. Uh, but obviously, he was really good in, bas- in football. So he, he made the right choice in my opinion. But I think he could have played. I think he's a freak. And he's a great human. I don't have any problem with LeBron. I'm not like I don't like him. And I don't, people used to tell me they hated Kobe. I'm like, do you know Kobe? No. How do you hate a motherfucker that you don't know? That goes back to my, how cats be hating on me. How do you hate someone you don't know, you've never met? Like I tell people that all the time. How do you judge Kobe's basketball because of he had a rape charge back in the day that he beat? Like how do you judge his basketball off that? No, there's two fucking different things. First of all, number one, you don't know him. Number one, you don't know me. Number two, judging me on how I am on a show and judging him how he is on the court has nothing to do with our fucking personal life. Be the grown enough person to separate the two. Because the truth hurts and you cats can't realize that, man. And I can't believe how soft, weak-minded we are as a society that we literally think that way. That's how we think. Oh, man, he got a rape charge. He's fucking horrible. <laughs> he can't. He, so he's a horrible basketball player because he got a rape charge. Number one, I'm not condoning any of that shit, right? Number one, we all know what happened, all right? Number two, he beat the charge. The girl was a liar. She came out being a liar. Everyone wants to talk shit, but then they automatically judge how bad of a person is. Well, LeBron's never had any problems. So he's the greatest player. That's how it really legitimately comes out. A lot of people have to argue with. That's literally how it works. Sounds. LeBron James has no titles without those people I mentioned. The aforementioned people, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Kyrie Irving. LeBron did a hell of a job against Golden State to bring them back into that mix when they were down 3-0 or 3-1, whatever. I... But Kyrie won the game that mattered, and LeBron's never hit a shot that matters. I think like 10 years ago, he hit a fucking bank shot three to beat Orlando in a meaningless playoff series. Um, But I don't remember him ever hitting a shot that mattered. So Dame Dillard has Kobe in him. I wasn't a true believer. Last night showed me when the game matters is when big-time players make big plays in big-time games. Dame Lillard did it last night. I thought, I said, okay, Lakers got it figured out. Um, they're up six, six minutes. 
I go, they may just be too long, and they're really causing Dame to have issues seeing the rim. He couldn't see the rim. He shot air ball after air ball. He was getting the ball deflected. He didn't have he, he didn't until he hit a fucking side three. That was his first bucket of the second half in the fourth quarter. They had they had done a great job on him, in my opinion. My prediction is I think Dame goes nuts for like fifty next game tomorrow, but I think the Lakers blow him out. And I, I just I, I think that they're gonna figure out first of all, the Lakers are in trouble because I've been saying it. They have no third score. They cannot hit fucking an ocean if they fell out of a boat. They're horrible shooters. Kobe had the much worse roster than this one. You know, he had Le- he had Lamar Odom and Paul. Gasol. Well, you got AD and LeBron in a team in a on a team that, in my opinion, plays better defense than that Kobe Laker team. And is much longer, obviously, with fucking Dwight Howard. Like Dwight Howard needs to play more. He's the only one out there with Marcus, with the Morris brother, that brings energy. Those two need to be on the court some type of way. Now, listen, this is I sound like a slapdick though that I just talked about because I'm sitting here talking about Frank Vogel and what he should do. <laughs> I know nothing about fucking basketball coaching, and. I refuse to sit here and tell the Lakers and Frank Vogel what they should do. I sound like a fuckstick right now. So I'm embarrassed for myself because that's what you guys do. But here's my shitty opinion on basketball and the Lakers. If LeBron can win with this team, I think he'll, he'll be pushed up in my excellent above some people. He'll never be a Kobe. He'll never be a Magic. He'll never be a Bird. He'll never be a Jordan. He'll never be Kareem. He'll never be those guys, in my opinion. And I even put Barkley right there because people don't realize how fucking good Barkley was, man. 6'4". The cat's 6'4". Okay, let's make sure we understand he is 6'4", not 6'7", 6'8". But anyway, um, if LeBron can win with this team, I give him a lot of credit. Um, But the Lakers win last night if LeBron James makes those two free throws. If Anthony Davis makes those two free throws, they miss four free throws in a matter of 30 seconds. The game was tied or they would have been up two to four. Dame Lillard and McCullum don't come down and drill those threes because the game's tied or they're down. They don't even come to shoot those threes. Those threes were, had no bearing or stress on them because they were tied or up those free throws lost them that game and the bottom line is Kobe don't miss those fucking four free throws just so we clear LeBron is a fucking great player like let's make no mistake Cleveland was horrible without him Miami was horrible without him the Lakers were horrible without him he makes everybody better he is that great okay I didn't say he's not I'm not hating like I said I'm not hating on him I think he's the fucking greatest freakish talent, and he's obviously great distributor of the basketball. He knows what to do. He's smart as fuck when it comes to it. But he is not a killer. He can't shoot, can't make free throws. He has no ice in his veins. AD is soft as baby shit. Again, why is he shooting threes? All night long, he's out in the perimeter. You have no nuts and guts, in my opinion, if you're that talented as a big man. You're quicker than Nurkic. 
You're faster. You can jump higher. You're more athletic. And you want to stay out on the top. That tells me you got no nuts and no guts. At least Paul Gasol was down in the box. Paul Gasol was a great skill set. Fuck, great talent. He was still down in the box, and he had to go against KG and Duncan. Like, get your fucking ass down in the box. Dominate down there. He had no field goals in the first half but one. He had like 21 points, and like 18 of them were free throws or some shit. Like, he had, you got to go down low. If you're going to go down, get fouled. He was getting fouled in the mid-range game because of he was a jump shooter now all of a sudden. Anthony Davis is like their best jump shooter or something. The Lakers need Rondo in a horrible way. I think once he comes back, the Lakers' energy comes back up. I just think Dwight Howard and Marcus Morris need to play more together. And I think Waiters needs to play. Get rid of KCP. Get rid of fucking Kuzma. Uh, Kuzma is, is showed me at least he's got a little bit of nuts. He'll hit a fucking shot in, in your face. My boy Danny Green at least hit a couple late. Um, I still think Danny Green has that fucking it factor that we need because he's a champ. Just like uh, I think they have a – what's his name? Uh, fuck, the other big man they got. I can't – why I'm drawing a blank. But, you know, they can't play all three big men at the same time. It, like it's, To me, they have no scoring when they do that. And they're really fucking allowing – the, the paint to get pushed down and then the, they're allowing these shooters because they have nobody to fuck with Dream Lillard and McCollum. They have no guards. We know that. But I thought they did a great job on the perimeter getting out to them early and trapping them. And I think they have a good plan. I think Vogel's a hell of a defensive coach. I just don't know if they don't find a third score like I've been saying. They're going to be in a long shit show, man. Um, I still think they win. I just I'm just telling you. Um, I, they don't have any killers. So Kendrick Perkins, when he says killers with the New Orleans Pelicans, you can't say that word. Not where I'm from, not with my generation. Killer is something special. It's a fucking cold stone assassin. Like, you don't give a fuck. LeBron James don't have no killer in him. You know why? Because he would have took the game over in the end if he had killer in him. Do you think Kobe Bryant was a pass the ball to fucking Kuzma or fucking... Morris or fucking AD if it wasn't in the post. Kobe ain't passing to those scrubs. LeBron's got to take over the game and stop being so fucking reliant on those dudes to make a shot because he wants to be this passer. No, you're the best player. Take fucking Gary Trent Jr. who can't even fucking, he's bouncing off of you. Take his ass to the post and kill him the whole night. And you should have 50 points. And 15 assists. Instead of 23, 17, and 15, which looks like this phenomenal fucking thing, you lost, dog. You lost. Cats talk about Kobe. Kobe shot so much, but they won. Like, I don't get it. Motherfuckers really judge him off that. Like, they won, though. What else do you want? Who gives a fuck if he shot? You think Michael Jordan didn't shoot a lot? Michael Jordan shot a lot. They won. Kobe and Jordan didn't have 15 assists a game, but they won. I don't know, dog. I didn't know this game was about stat lines and assists and shit. Um, North Carolina undergrad students will be removed from campus. 
and class will resume online because 135 COVID cases in a week. But we have no football. Let's, let's, <laughs> but the North Carolina football team didn't have that breakout. Notre Dame went to online courses today as well. August 19th, Notre Dame went to online courses because they had a tremendous breakout of COVID again yesterday and the day before. It's a joke. It sounds like a huge political play to the fullest. You know, it's a joke. Let's be honest. All right. I saw a picture with two North Carolina. The reason I brought in North Carolina real quick. I saw Michael Jordan sitting in a picture with uh, Lawrence Taylor, both North Carolina cats in the eighties. People don't realize, um, two great freaks, you know, two of the best ever right there. In my opinion, Lawrence Taylor is the best football player to ever walk. And Michael Jordan is probably the best next to Kobe, in my opinion. So there's two guys right there that from North Carolina, Chapel Hill. So anyway, I hope North Carolina can figure it out, but I'm on this basketball kick right now until I get into some other shit. But I've got to be honest with you, man. It goes back to this whole soft society we have and this enabledness and the allowance instead of the coach, the coaching it. And is Donovan Mitchell that good to score 57? I got to be honest, man. Is Dame Lillard that good? Are these guys really that good? Or is it the fact that nobody plays defense? and is so scared of fouling or getting a flagrant one or a flagrant two, there's no fucking way Donovan Mitchell scores 60 against an 80s or 90s Pistons, Bulls, Lakers, Celtics, 76ers. I'm just telling you. It's never going to happen. Dame Lillard either. Just telling you. Those two cats could not drive and get in the paint back then. So they would have to score 57 points on threes. It's not going to happen. I'm just telling you. And you're telling me that it goes back to this whole being bubbled up, how, how nice we are as a society. That's why, to me, the NBA champion this, this, this summer has, needs to have a huge asterisk because, to me, not only is it the softest generation of professional sports we've ever seen, and I think the rules have made it that way, number one. Number two, we've allowed it. Coaches, teachers, parents, and then society as a whole. But you're telling me in the bubble, if this bubble was, occur- was to happen in the 80s or the 90s, that there would have been, two- you know, I understand there was no social media, but you don't think, you think there would have been a letter being written about your sister, mother, and you with the Dame Lillard and, 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 and Paul George deal and their sisters and all that shit. Don't you think that fucking at two in the morning, cats would have been knocking at each other's door to catch fair ones? Oakley, Rodman, Ewing, Barkley. Get the fuck out of here. The whole bad boy Pistons team. Would have been fighting the whole fucking Sixers and Celtics team. Mikel and Parrish and DJ and Bird. These dudes are like n- nasty dudes. They don't like you. They didn't want to be seen with you in the bubble taking pictures. Donovan Mitchell and, and fucking Jalen Brown from the Celtics are taking selfies together in the bubble. And just, it's a lot. It's a, it's a, they make tons more money. 
it's not as serious. You know, the NBA didn't make this type of money back then. They were about their legacy. They're about winning because that's what we grew up trying to do. You played the sport to win. It was fun, yeah, but you played the sport to win. It was a competitiveness in you. It was a, a nuts and guts in you. This fucking bubble, man, is like cats are fucking lovey-dovey, eating together, chilling, playing horse, playing fucking horseshoes. There would have been knock, knock, knock. What's up? Answer the door, motherfucker. We're back. Because they were talking on the court. It would never have led to a tweet about your sister. It would have never been no letter being written because we didn't have social media. So they would, you think they would have just been writing letters to each other talking shit? No, man. They would have been fighting. Adam Silver would have had his hands full. Just telling you, we're so fucking soft, man. Luca, who's a baller. Okay, I, like, I love him. Luca loses to Clippers game one, and he goes and finds dudes to hug on. He goes and finds dudes to say what a good game. They just lost game one. You never saw Magic and them hugging after one game of the fucking seven-game series after they lost or won. And go to the fucking locker, man. You just lost. Little shit like that as a person like me, of a coach, as a coach, you have to see those things and see it and be like, why not have an asterisk? This thing ain't what it used to be. This ain't a fucking real deal competitive killer ass league, Kendrick Perkins. There's no fucking killers. There's not one killer in this bubble. Not one. You know who the, I would tell you who the number one killer in the bubble is? You're going crazy at me? You're gonna look at me like, what the fuck? He's the only one with some nuts and guts, in my opinion. I, I say two, and they hate each other Ray John Rondo and Chris Paul. Because they're competitive, they're nasty, and they'll fucking uh, slit their own friend's throat to win. That's just how it is. I mean, whatever, however you want to look at my, how I, how I explain that, but I'm just telling you. Those two hate each other, but they're similar guys. They're, they're, they've been on those nasty Celtics teams, even in the early 2000s with KG and them, when they beat the Lakers, and then when the Lakers beat them, when Kobe came back with Powell and beat them, without Shaq, by the way. There's no killers in this fucking bubble, man. LeBron has the farthest thing from a killer. Let's keep it real. Great dude, great freak, great player. I mean, Hall of Fame, no fucking doubt. I mean, he's a great player. Top 10, possibly. He's not the GOAT. You, you can't put him above Kobe and those guys without being a killer. He don't have no instinct like that, man. Because if he did, they would have won more championships already because if he's so dominant, and he would have won last night. He defers when the crunch time. He defers in crunch time to dudes less than him so he don't have to take the heat. So he can say, I passed the guy wide open. He should have made the shot. Nah, Kobe's like, dog, you know what? I'm either going to be the go to the hero. That's why he shot more. That's what champions do. That's what motherfucking killers do. Let's make sure we're fucking it. Defining killer. There ain't no killers, Kendrick Perkins, in this business no more. First black president, finally, the NFL fucking hires. But was it out of sympathy or is it out of merit? Does he deserve it? Is it a slap in the face? Yet to be seen. You got a guy like Dan Snyder who's taking 
huge heat right now facing lawsuits for rape allegations and horrible practices in the workplace. Horrible with Black Lives Matter. Horrible with this and that. And they hire a brother finally. Now, I don't care if it was hook or crook. Get a brother in the business. Fuck it. However you got to do it, we got to do it, right? So he's in there. But is it just because he's taking too much water on and this cat's a safety vest for him? Like, is he the fucking, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, man. Um, We'll see how it goes. I'm going to get into some football psychology, man. All right, what it takes to coach it. You know, football psychology and what it takes to actually coach in it. You know, I always say we are soft and I get, and we give too many fucking awards out. And I want to share to you my importance, the importance of the kid and uh, uh, the importance of this kid. I'm going to tell you about, but you know, this kid, he, he's got the highest GPA. I seen these posts and this is why I'm going back to being how soft we are. I've seen these posts on social media lately of coaches, all right, and parents, okay? And I love, I love parents defending their kids and, and doing those things. But don't, see, I come from a different generation where my dad wasn't going to defend me and they definitely probably never told me I did well. Now, this soft generation will say, how sad. How did you grow up like that? Like, how, that's so mean, no, I'm actually grateful for it like no other. I would never have another way. I don't want it any other way. And I don't think I, I, all my friends would say the same thing in my generation. But the psychology of this deal is parents and coaches have been posting these dudes, all right, these kids that are 5'6", stiff as a porn dick, 160. Not only are the parents thinking they should go D1, the coaches are talking about the importance of this kid and how high his GPA is. And he won the best of attitude award and he has an offer to go to like fucking Northwest technical Institute or some shit, right? Great humans. Now they're great humans and you need one of those guys on your team. I think you need at least one of them because they, they should fill the, the, how to win and how to be in a tough environment and how to overcome adversity and fucking how to be how to have determination and desire and dedicate yourself to something those type of guys who's going to be your accountant or create the next rocket ship to go to outer space or the next cell phone you need those guys on your team i'm just telling you a few of them at least one but when you have too many of them i'm just going to be honest with you this is the psychological part of it as a coach okay when you have too many of those guys you're not going to be winning football games, all right? You're going to bump your team GPA up, and you'll have great humans, but you're not going to win uh, with those guys, right? So it's when you become a psychologist as a coach that separates you from average Joe coach. Can you take the freak shit bird and get him to fuck stick or slap dick status and manage the inv- individual headaches that are also your ballers. Can you fix him and get him to the next level is the question. It's easy to take the engineer kid who has a great GPA who's been offered by fucking Northwest Technical Institute or wherever the fuck it is. 
And and yeah, of course, he's gonna yes sir, no sir. He's gonna be the fucking first one in class, and he's gonna be rah rah guy, and no kid will listen to him, but he'll be the guy you barking and yelling, right? Great kids to have. But can you get the shit bird as that coach to the next level? Can you get the shit bird to where he could not get himself? That's the defining fucking question. That's the answer. That's the question that I have for all you coaches that are thriving to be these great coaches. And, and the, you know, I'm doing these Zoom meetings. I'm getting overwhelmed by Zoom. To be honest, I'm getting a lot of. I'm getting blown up by Zoom. But let me, I'm 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 doing a lot of uh, Zoom clinics. But let me tell you guys something. Don't request me to speak to you about just X's and O's. I can talk X's and O's all day, every day. Okay, great. That should be with the guy who's been coaching 20 fucking years and's done all the other shit, like lined the field, painted the field, done equipment, um, all those things. That's that guy. Let's talk X's and O's all day. You deserve it. You've done it. You've already been drugged through the mud. You've already fucking put your fucking foot in the sand and you have fucking blood sweat and teared for enough for these all the young coaches on your staff times two right let's talk x's and o's but the first year coach the second year coach the third year coach don't call me about x's and o's call me how to get through to your kids call me how to recruit your kids call me how to retain your kids call me how to build a program call me how to structure an environment that is conducive to winning call me how to run a weight room call me how to get kids to finish through the line and start before the line call me how to motherfuck them but love them even harder call me how to create an environment to get your kids ate fed get them food Call me to get him to run through a wall for you. How to do that? Don't Zoom me to talk about fucking outside zone and you're the first year coach. First of all, you're not going to understand outside zone. Number two, you're not going to understand what to run it against. Number three, you need to worry about the other shit. Bill Parcells said it. If you can get your best player to act right and ball out, everyone else will fall in line. Because your best player is usually the shit bird. Just being honest. Football coaches need to be psychologists, not fucking coaches. Ohio, the state of Ohio, all right? The governor just declared that high school football could be played. Now, don't tell me this ain't a political fucking deal. High school and football in Ohio, the great football state of Ohio. Great football, right? Ohio, Pennsylvania, Detroit, right there, Michigan. Michigan, you can drive from Detroit to Toledo and Akron and Cincinnati within an hour, a couple hours. We used to recruit that whole area. So, University of Cincinnati can play. High school football can play. The, Bear, the Browns and the Bengals can play. But Ohio State, who's probably the most popular team in the state, can't play. Something's wrong, all right? Something is wrong here. So you can't tell me that this ain't a political fucking play. I, I'm just telling you. Something's up. We need to figure it out. I, like I've said, 
I think everybody is fucking reaching on this whole deal, trying to play this fall. I agree with Nick Saban. He, uh, I just said it. If you guys listened to my show the other day, I said literally what Nick Saban said. This will be a JV fucking year if we play in the spring. It'll be JV football. And Nick Saban came out and said it. I said it last week because the top 100 players are going to the draft. The second round, the players aren't good enough yet. And thirdly is you don't have, you won't, you won't get, the weather will be the worst football. You won't get to watch good football. Half these soft fucks will be cold, bitching and moaning. Half the motherfuckers can't throw a wet football or catch it or run with one. The other ones won't want to tackle because they're going to get hurt. You're not going to get quality football. Plus, you just can't see the ball being thrown in the, in the snow. It's not a great, you're not going to get great percentages on offense. Defense, it'll be three nothing games. It, nobody wants to watch that shit. Let's hit reset, start over, start over in 21. That's just what I've been saying. Who knows, but we need to uh, figure this thing out. And uh, like I said, man, you can be a lot of things on the internet, but can you be the same motherfucker you are in person? I don't know. I am. I don't know if anyone else is. But hopefully we have football. If not, so be it. Um, But, hey, like I said, man, tune in later on in my socials. I'll be posting a Manscaped video. It'll be pretty funny for you, man. Maybe lighten up your day. And make make sure you're getting my whiskey, Slapdick Whiskey, on CoachJBStore.com. My Slapdick Cigars are really getting a lot of great reviews. SlapdickCigars.com. And like I said, uh, you can still get my book. You can Venmo me personally, Coach JB12, 30 bucks, personalized signed copy. I send them out myself. I sign them myself, not them fucking publicists signing them. So, like I am real and raw and uncut. Same with everything else, brother. Appreciate you guys on this fine Wednesday. Make sure you get some manscape in you. Shave them balls, men. Women, shave your man's balls. Haters, gargle my balls. It's the real coach JB. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Coach, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man.